We are back. Season four of the Craft Beer Connoisseurs podcast. I'm Brett. Along with me is two other hosts and a producer. For those of you who are new to the podcast, we like to showcase breweries, their beers, and conclude every episode with a thematic-ish conversation. If you're a casual listener or a seasoned vet, you know what to expect. Producers continue to change short episodes, but the same old connoisseurs will continue to provide top-tier content every single episode. Please feel free to listen to all of our previous episodes and producer specials to get an insight into all of the breweries and beers we've mostly enjoyed. And whether you're new or returning, we are pleased to be your favorite craft beer podcast. Follow us on Instagram at craftbeercons, send a friend request on Untapped, or subscribe on YouTube at Craft Beer Connoisseurs. Also drop a comment, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Now for today's episode. Welcome to Craft Beer Connoisseurs. I'm Brett. I'm Chris. And I'm Tyler. And along with us today is producer Joe. Hi, Joe. Hello, Joe. What is up? We got a good old <laughs> cup of Joe today, don't we? Well, we'll find out. I guess maybe, so. Maybe two cups. Hey, and Chris is back again. Yeah. I am back. Are yeah. we going to do that, that every time he makes an appearance? Is Pretty that, much. Uh, is that where we're going to be at now? Like yep. We can, we can take, tell this one is like a Christmas uh, one. A Chris. A Chris. Yeah, I thought you were trying to kick me off with a uh, guest host last uh, main episode. But. Wasn't that fun? Yeah, it was. It was nice. <laughs> I was waiting for you to be like, "No, it wasn't." <laughs> don't, don't ever do it again. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> well, in today's episode, we're going to be reviewing Fogorig Brewery, which is based about ten minutes outside of Campbellford, Ontario, in the municipality of Trent Hills. Excellent, and we're going to be trying two of their beers. Um, both of them are based on their Scottish Ale, the Highland Ground. Mm-hmm. Um, however, with two different varieties. Or blenditures, if you will. If you will. Yes. I heard that's a word. Um, oh, yeah. It's because you made it up. That's <laughs> correct, yes. That's how you've heard of it. Um, now, they've been barreled age. Oh, um, nice. And this might be a little bit of a giveaway in the title of the today's episode, but one is naughty and one is nice. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Nice. And to finish up the episode, we're going to be discussing our Christmas time traditions. So Fogarig is located at 2445 County Road 8, which acts as a kind of a midway point between the towns of Campbellford and Sterling. Mm. It is located on a farmstead and takes its name from a stone grist mill built on the property in 1834 by Captain Thomas Allen, who named it after Fogo, the Scottish village where he was born, and Rig from the Scottish name for Ridge. Oh, cool. you're so knowledgeable. Makes sense why we're doing a Scottish ale today now, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, hey, that does hey, make sense. There you go. I'm yeah. glad you pulled it together. Yes. Thank so, God. <laughs> so the brewery is founded and owned by Derek Roberts and his parents, uh, as well as Heather Anderson, who just so happened to live in the stone house on the property. Uh, so that old stone house uh, from Captain Thomas. Uh, Derek's behind the beers along with Matthew Basler, who has honed his craft at many different breweries in Ontario. Now, you said Captain Thomas, but really, I guess it's Captain Allen, right? Oh, I mean, true. Would you go, yeah. But that's the problem with having two first names. It is. Like, they and, didn't think about that in the 1800s. <laughs> no, they really they should have. And trust me, I know a guy who's actually named that now. Thomas Allen. Yes. Yeah. That's oh, true. Thought, to- yeah. Captain Thomas. Well, he's not a uh, captain. No, 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 Captain Thomas. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, if, depending on the way home, I might meet one if he pulls me over. <laughs> where, where would you find a captain? You never know. You think there's a police captain that's just out there? Could be. Maybe the sheriff from 1834, perhaps? <laughs> <laughs> wheels up to you on his two horses. And... Yeah. That'd oh. be quite fun, actually. It, yeah, I guess yeah. so. Put that on a TikTok. Um, so 1834-ish. So I'm going <laughs> to... 
<laughs> I'm going to move on. All right. So you're making your way to the brewery. Yep. There's a massive woods off to the left-hand side. Beautiful seating, beautiful setting all the way in, all yep. the way through. Um, now, during the summertime, they actually have an outdoor patio, which provides both sun and shade spots, which is nice. That and is there's nice. a drive shed that can fit up to 100 different people in there, uh, not 100 of the same people. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. All right. Uh, so, yeah, I, I guess aesthetically it's pleasing, which before we get any further, I think we should say, have we been there? Because it sounds like you have. I have not. Oh, you have not. Okay. Uh, Producer Joe has. And that's where we got some of this information. Um, and maybe you should have wrote the, the script a little bit better because uh, whew, she was tough. That, uh, that we missed trip. that cup of Joe beforehand. We should have had the coffee. I tell you. Right? I well, tell you. Now, have as Brett would say, English, you know, <laughs> yeah. not not easy. Uh, it ain't. Have either, have either of you been? I have not been. I also have not been. All right. Well, glad we got that settled. <laughs> <laughs> but since Joe's been there. Yeah. He, we should just get his voice on here. and should just talk about the whole thing, shouldn't we? Well, we got Joe's input here, which is good. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he did one better and, and wrote it down, so we don't have to hear his voice. Yeah, fair uh, enough. Uh, <laughs> so he said he went to this brewery before a wedding in August. So a little pre-drink for Joe. Um as previously mentioned, it is on a farm. Uh, That's good. It's important to come. Like, I'm glad that there's confirming details because yes. sometimes the script can be written and we might have uh, some objections. So it's nice to get that confirmation. Confirmation is good. Uh, so the brewery is located straight in from the driveway. Um, but if you look to your left, there's a barn with some goats. So that might be fun to see. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Can you pet the goats, Joe? Don't know. Didn't try. He's not Joe a goat. Joe don't petter. know if you He's, can pet the goats. Uh, Joe's not a goat petter. When you go well. And there's a covered pavilion area there, which uh, I presume you can drink your beer yeah. from. Yeah. Um, That's the drive shed, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Drive shed. Another confirmation of detail. Yes. There you go. So maybe you can, you're drinking the beer with the goats, give them a little sip. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe don't feed the animal signs. Something like that. I feel like, like a that. goat would be like a big New England IPA person. A person? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not person, but you know what I mean. Yeah, well, I heard person. Yeah, you did. <clears throat> uh, Joe also believes that there's some seating behind the barn. Um, I guess he didn't go behind the barn. Uh, seats in the grass and a cement patio. Um, oh, there you go. Yeah, I had to read ahead. Sorry, Joe. Pouring rain when he was there. So definitely stayed I don't know why anyone sit in, the, sit in the grass, though, if it's pouring rain. <laughs> Could also explain why he didn't get too close to the goat. Yes, Hi. 100%. So, like most breweries, they do have food trucks there, live music, different activity uh, leagues, um, including Euchre and Cornhole. Mm. I like a little Cornhole. So yeah. does Joe. Yeah. Joe's a big Cornhole fan. Big. Real big. <laughs> uh, Brett, why don't you tell us uh, what their average rating is and some of those check-in numbers, yeah, right? So, on Untapped, Fogarig has an average rating of 3.89. You like to see that. That's, That's, That's a good yeah, rating. It is. With around uh, 3,000 check-ins. Now, okay. as we have mentioned, uh, Joe has had some beers from Fulgerick. Mm -hmm. We have not. No, zero for zero. the three of us. Which is nice. It this is, is nice. The first, maybe the first time this season, I can't remember if it's been the first time this one. Yeah. That all three of us at least haven't had one. All three of us, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Chris hasn't. Yeah, Chris decided to drink a couple beforehand. Like yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, oh, anyway, um, producer Joe had nine, and his highest rate was Unicorn Country out of four, which I believe was an IPA. All right. He, doesn't he doesn't, have it, doesn't have it available. Doesn't know. Chris, uh, he's too busy thinking about the wedding and whatnot, right? Yeah. Yeah, sure. He was like, oh, that was a great time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> delivery, what do we got? Yeah, so if you want to get beers from Fogarig, uh, delivery is available for $15 as a flat rate shipping uh, fee across Ontario with a minimum of $50 order. And there is free delivery if you're within the boundaries of Port Hope, Belleville, and Peterborough. 
nice. You can also find them at uh, most bottle shops like OG, Sidewalk, Wheelbury and Berry, et cetera. Very good. Their hours currently are Thursdays 12 to 6, Friday, Saturday 12 to 7, and Sunday 12 to 5. Now, Chris, you used to do this. So why don't you pick this piece up and then Brett can get us into the next little segment. Yeah, of course. So uh, as always, we're going to link to their information on our social media. Let's hop on the sleigh and ride ourselves to beer number one. A uh, big shout out and thank you to Derek uh, from Fogarig to providing the beers for today's episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, Derek. But there was a little bit of a... There's a story here. Yeah. So I'll let you uh, lead into that one. Story time. Story time with Tyler. Nope. Mute. All right. Um, (laughs) Brought to you by... (laughs) (laughs) Tyler. Fogarig. beers. Yeah. So we corresponded with with Derek and Derek said he was going to be sending the beers. Now, we talked about delivery in the first segment there. Obviously, a little special treatment for the craft beer connoisseurs, and we appreciate that. Yeah. So we got these beers sent down pretty quick, actually. They were very quick. Quickest I've ever seen. (laughs) It doesn't surprise me. And uh, so I was noticing here, they got sent to my my new place. Yeah. And I was watching the cameras one day, uh, because I got notified, and a gentleman came to my front door, but didn't park in the driveway, but parked on the road. And so I rang the doorbell three times. was pretty happy about that. And uh, then kind of walked away. I was like, these are probably the beers because that, like, that makes sense. Yes. So I'm like, all right, there's no company vehicle. Maybe it's a private company. Maybe it's just somebody from the brewery that was just down, happened to be in the area. Um, but he had Toronto Maple Leafs coat on. I was like, it's just, it doesn't look legit, but this is the only thing that would be coming <laughs> to my house, right? <clears throat> then I keep on watching. Uh, and the individual then goes to my neighbor my neighbor comes out of his house, and I've never, like, I have not met my neighbors yet. <laughs> Till now. Till, well, the beer's bringing people together. I've yeah. always said it, always said it. So my neighbor comes out, grabs the, the beers from, uh, from this individual, and then takes them inside. So I'm like, okay, after work now, I have to go home, meet my neighbor. Uh, thanks. <laughs> I was trying, trying to go as long as possible without meeting them. <laughs> And figure out what the situation was. So I go over, knock on the door. Um, he's got uh, two girls, and he's getting one ready for a Christmas recital. So I was like, I didn't want to like take up the time. Like, yeah. Whatever. Introduce myself and tell him basically my whole life story uh, because I'm just trying to be nice and personable and like and quick, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and quick. <laughs> Forty-seven minutes later. Yeah, we're still sitting there. He's, so he's cracking a joke, and he says to me, "Yeah, so it's interesting because these beers were actually um, given to me by a guy who had them delivered to his house." Oh, it wasn't even the delivery company. So the delivery company dropped him off at this guy's house who lives across town. And he was so kind to not open them up and drink because it says what it is. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, their beers. Well, you say it says where it's from. You so know, you, you can put two and two together. Yeah. And it says the craft beer connoisseurs as yes. the recipient. So like you, you can kind of figure out doesn't open them. Brings them over. And the, he, that's why he rang the doorbell three times is because he didn't want to leave them on the doorstep. Right. Such a caring guy. And gives them to the neighbor. So he <laughs> <laughs> could stay like writing a note and be like, hey, I live here. Come pick them up. Yeah. Gives them to the neighbor. I guess we're just trusting in neighbors. Huh. Um, so had a good conversation. He's like, yeah, I noticed where they're from. I was going to take one out. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> don't joke don't around. Them. <laughs> we take craft beer seriously. <laughs> and so I told him about the podcast. Naturally, now it's a selling point. And uh, yeah, so then we got an email from Derek 
And he said that an individual by Greg had them delivered to his house. He was nice enough, didn't want to leave them outside. So the, the story all made sense. But talk about Christmas time. Talk yes. about, unfortunately, we're not doing nice first, but, you know, nice people. Yeah. Didn't open him up. So Fogarig Derek went ahead and sent him a six-pack uh, to his house, to Greg's house. Well, also really nice by Derek. And not only that, but maybe if, you know, things happen properly here, that package will actually come to my house. So, <laughs> <laughs> And you probably won't be so nice. <laughs> and I'll be a little bit nice. <laughs> so we'll see what ends up happening. But it was a good way to meet my neighbor, really nice guy. And uh, yeah, thanks, thanks to Greg for being a stand-up, you know, citizen. So, and now you guys are best friends. Uh, Greg and I never met him. Uh, <laughs> but my neighbor, he never even told me his name. Uh, so, it's Joe. <laughs> so it could be producer Joe for all we know. But it was good. It was it was nice. It was a good kind of uh, breaking point. But yes. I think that's the beautiful thing about beer is it does bring people together. You know, you beer know. always breaks the ice with neighbors. It's true. Yep. Actual facts. It's true. Actual facts. <laughs> as, as for, that's science. Confirmed by Brett. Yes. Yeah. Right, so for both beers, uh, they are based on Highland Ground, which is a Scottish ale. Now, both of these uh, beers, again, have been barrel aged. Okay. So the mainstay, Highland Ground, comes in at 6%. However, the bourbon barrel aged versions come in at 7%. Okay. Okay. Everybody's sticking. Okay. Oh, good. So the first beer we're having is Naughty. Mmm. <laughs> okay, hard start and yes. hard stop for you, eh? Yes, Tyler, tell us what naughty means. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't I show you? <laughs> yeah. yeah, stay tuned for these brief messages from our sponsors. <laughs> um, yeah, so this naughty beer is resting in Canadian whiskey barrels for months, resulting in a delicious balance of flavors, including butterscotch, caramel apples, and an oaken leather. So that's what we're expecting to kind of get out of this. Um, I think we will. I think we will. Um, So yeah, Naughty is an eight-month bourbon barrel lagered cold beer rested on a blend of freshly ground mulling spices. Those spices include cinnamon sticks, cloves, star anise, nutmeg, and uh, cardamom pods. Um, There's ginger, orange, uh, which isn't... I guess we're kind of going off the spices now, even though yeah. I kind of consider ginger somewhere in between. Orange, chocolate, and then the Mexican vanilla. So a spicy soul that's still subtle enough for those timid tongues. Um, and I always I like... timid tongues three times fast. Good Lord. I always like a timid tongue when you're being a little naughty, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no? I mean... Uh, I mean, it's better than just saying naughty and then in a yeah, exactly. cold break, you know? I mean, you're probably right somewhere. Uh, well, facts. Yeah. <laughs> Literal facts. So there's a lot in this beer. Um, and then there's actually a little description I was just noticing on the cam. Oh, they good, say, good for you, Mr. Brand. In a dark place, we find ourselves, and a little more knowledge lights our way. We aged our, our strong Scottish ale in Canadian whiskey barrels for months, and the result is a delicious balance of force and flavors. Wow. Yeah. Uh, which some of that. Yes, was, was <laughs> yeah, written. I was gonna say, thank you. Um, so, anyways, just a reminder to follow us on Instagram at Craft Beer Cons and on Untapped at Craft Beer Connoisseurs. Now, there have only been two ratings for this naughty beer at the time of recording. Uh, one was a three point two five, and the other a five out of five. Brett, I thought you didn't have any beers from them. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> thank God, I'm. <laughs> All right. Everybody's got their glasses in their hands, and everybody's got their cans in the other hand, and uh, let's not get in on the carpet, and open her up. 
Ooh, very nice. Very nice. Oh, that hits the nose, eh? Yeah, wow. Uh, so we are drinking this out of a snifter glass today. Um, so make sure to use your proper glassware. It's a um, great follow-up after I say it hits the nose and you're saying we got a, a snifter. snifter. Yeah, I, I was a little torn on this one because usually you would drink a Scottish ale out of a thistle glass. But right. since it's barrel-aged, I said, let's do snifter. You know what? You're here. You can make those decisions. Yeah. Thank you for following up on the research, though. And just, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice of you. All right, yeah. guys, what are you what are you smelling here? What do you? I mean, we're smelling lots. Let's not take that. I'm kind of getting me. a lot of booziness out of this with the orange peel. It's like yeah, a mix of booze, orange, and cinnamon. Yeah, yeah I'm picking up something like almost like Di Sirono, right? You kind of get like I don't think al- I've ever had Di Sirono. Well, that's too bad. It's kind of like almondy, <laughs> right? Yeah, okay. Di Sirono with you, but I know I, I've seen it before. I think I've. Actually seen you have it once. You've seen it before. Yes. Wow, that's <laughs> I, I, I remember they had commercials. <laughs> yes. So you've been to an LCBO. Wow. Yeah. I'm really proud of you, bro. <laughs> I've been there a time or two, yes. Anyways, so I'm picking up I'm picking up the oranginess of it. Um it's super, super strong on the on the nose. You know, some some beers you pour out and you can barely smell anything, but this one is it, it's it hits you. Yeah, and uh, producer Joe saying nutmeg on the nose, and yeah, I think like very spicy. Like it's, it's yes. This is a perfect beer for for right now, um, Christmas time, baby. I think it's gonna be one of those ones that's gonna burn right in about here in a in a, in a couple minutes. The old esophagus. Yes, the old yeah. esophagus. I think so. Yeah, for those um, of you who are listening, uh, Brett <laughs> which gestured, is all of you, <laughs> Brett gestures uh, to his uh, gestured to his his throat area. Um, couldn't get the, the words out, poor fella. Um, all right. Who wants to, you know, tickle their tongue first? <laughs> you guys th- go You ahead. know what? I think producer Joe. All right. We'll see what Joe's got here. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a new, new little approach there. Yeah. yeah. Just so. Let's see what Joe's thinking. Okay. Yeah. A little perplexed. Yes. A little perplexed. Mm, okay. I'll get into I, it. I, I think that was kind of like a pleasantly surprised look, maybe. Let's see. Interesting. I mean, you guys are taking a sip, so let me get in there. Yeah. So producer Joe's coming in and saying that it tastes like a pop. I do agree on that. However, I do not agree on the kind of pop that you're saying it tastes like. Yeah. I'm thinking it more of a. Well, do you want to tell the people? Yeah. So, so, yeah, I could do that. So uh, producer Joe is saying it tastes like a sprite. Uh, I disagree. Yeah, I, I would agree with your disagreement. Um, I guess he's probably getting. Some citrus out of it. Yes, yeah. I can I'm, see that. Yeah. I'm thinking more of like a mixture between root beer and Dr Pepper. Yeah, and I think Dr Pepper is almost the easier one to go with, just yeah. because of all the spices, right? Mm-hmm. And like twenty three different flavors in Dr Pepper. Yes, <laughs> facts. <laughs> you call I know my Dr Pepper. <laughs> Jeez. Um, yeah, I'm I'm perplexed by this at this time. I'm excited to see how this warms up. Yeah. Um, a little bit more. It might be a little bit cool for us right now, but I'm excited to see how it kind of warms up. Um, but there's a lot to it. There's there's a lot of flavors that are coming out at different times. It's almost like that that's nutmeg cinnamon kind of mixed with that orange peel mixed with, you know, that, that butterscotch. Yeah, almost like the way that the beer's made, brewed. Got it. Talk, Good job. Talk about, it's <laughs> almost like all these things that they yeah. mentioned. Yes. I am getting more butterscotch as we're as we're getting down here a little further. Mm. I'm, I'm more on the orange myself. Yeah, yeah. like the orange is kind of like like forward with it. right? The orange is adding kind of like a 
a bitterness because it's almost like an orange peel that's yeah. kind of coming through to it's, me. It's very rindy. Yes, it is. So it, it kind of has that. I I don't know that that necessarily mixes with the spices super well. Yeah, I don't know. I think you can get like orange and spices together in like Christmas baking. I, I think mm-hmm. that happens quite frequently. And um, I, th- I think it, for me, it, it does go well together. It's just, again, trying to figure out what those flavors that are coming out throughout the, the sip, right? Yeah. So it's almost like one sip you're getting, you know, nutmeg. Next, next uh, sip you're getting the orange. And next sip you're getting, you know, if you kind of see what I'm saying in terms of, it seems like a different sip. You're almost getting something new. It's a little it's different. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, but I remember when we opened it, uh, Brett, you said it smelt boozy, um, but it doesn't come off overly boozy when you're no, drinking it. No, o- Only on the back end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit. As, as it finishes, I do get like a booziness to it. But again, the, that booziness I'm relating to the barrel oakiness. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and you do kind of have that, you know, warming in the chest a little bit. Yes. At least I'm getting that. This is a nice hot tub outside beer. I, I agree. Sorry, I was just in the middle yeah, of the yeah. set, but no, it's just funny how producer Joe was like cupping it. Yeah, well, because trying to warm it up a yeah. bit, right? And like yeah. that's what the the uh, this type of glassware yes. allows you to do, right? Yeah, I was. I would think that this is definitely a long sipper. Um, not gonna, you know, down this uh, for sure. Uh, so take your time with it, and I think. Like you mentioned, it'll warm up a little bit. Yeah. Again, we probably should have taken it out a little bit sooner uh, so we could get it warm already. But uh, yeah, definitely definitely take your time with this one. So let's move on to the top five flavor profiles. Brett, you've been really good at reading lately. Why don't you read these ones? Yes. Though? So number one, warming. Yeah, I mean, not necessarily a flavor, but I would say there is a warming element yes. to it. Would you put it number one? Probably not. No, I, I would concur. Okay. Number two is cinnamon. Yeah, there's, there's cinnamon, but it's definitely not the second, uh, the second profile. And again, this is really coming from two people's yes, exactly. ratings, right? Which usually, yeah. when there's two ratings, you don't see the flavor profiles being listed. That's so true. I'm actually, quite interested to why you know how I made it. Anyway, number three, nutmeg. Okay. Yeah, it's there. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of keep it at the number three as well. And four and five aren't there. So I guess we kind of have to uh, throw in what we're e- each of us are thinking. I would put orange, uh, personally. I Yeah, I would definitely put orange probably number one. Um, I think oakiness needs to be in there. Um, I think just because, again, like that, it's that barrel age piece. And I'm, I'm picking up with that on the back end. And I, I think that's where I'm kind of at. Yeah. Um, I'm not getting much of the butterscotch. No, me neither. Feel yeah. it at all? Like I know you mentioned a bit, Brett. Yeah, I got there, a bit, and then now that I've kind of gotten more through it, not getting as much anymore. But yeah, I I would go ahead personally, and I would do the orange uh, rind, orange peel, mm-hmm. and I would do like an oakiness to it. Yeah, they they mentioned on on the can uh, and in our description there, oak and leather. I don't know if that's a flavor profile on <laughs> on. That I don't know, has anybody ever ate leather before? Like, no, I've, I have not. Um, well. There was this one time. <laughs> That's why you're on the naughty list, right? <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. Um, yeah, that's what I would add. Anything else that you guys would add to it? I don't think so. I mean, no. maybe... I think there's a flavor profile that is, like, called barrel-aged. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, like, I would probably just go with that just because. For sure. Because you can tell that this has been barrel-aged. Absolutely. All right. Uh, so, there has been... Um, 
one person who has um, given their untapped thoughts on it. The second rating was uh, privatized. Um, don't know why. But privatized. Yes. Yeah. Don't know why. <laughs> this, it is what it is. So, Tyler, you have the uh, only review from somebody who's had this beer. That's put it on untapped. I'm sure there's been more that have had this beer, though. Facts. Um, <laughs> so, the first one's Matt K. Uh, handle is Matt Foil 33 stated the following cinnamon and nutmeg reign supreme here. Very deep and warming, excellent and original. Just not my cup of tea. Well, it's a, it's a beer, Matt. <laughs> Come <laughs> on, Matt. <laughs> Silly Matt. Um, and then they rated it a 3.25 out of five, not, not the five. And that was the privatized, right? The privatized, <laughs> the privatized ratings. Also you know? in Matt's photo, uh, N64 controller. So Playing some some N sixty four. I mean, this would be a good game, or good beer to have while playing Mario Kart. Yeah, yeah. why not? Yeah, all right. Or like Legend of Zelda. <laughs> yeah, Golden Eye. Are we just going to start naming all our N sixty fours? Because I'm I'm ready to go. Let's do this. Uh, maybe next time. All right. So uh, to kick off the naughty list of ratings, if you will, yep. if you won't, too bad. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give this. I'm going to give this a 3.75. It's unique. It's in its own kind of category-ish. We haven't had a whole lot of, um, you know, barrel age on the podcast before. It's It's got some good flavor there. I would have liked a little bit more, but it, it, like in different ways. Yep. But yeah, 3.75. Okay, I'm going to go a bit lower. I'm going to go 3.25. Um, just the way the that the spices and the orange are kind of working together aren't the greatest for me. For myself, um, I'm going to go a little bit different than Chris, uh, but a little bit different than you and go 3.5. I do think that the spices work a little bit better together than what you think, uh, but just not uh, to the point where it's going to get me a super high rating, for example. Now, producer Joe, he's even at the highest rating. He's giving it a four. Oh, a little surprising. I am actually very surprised by that. Yes. Wow. Look, we're all just getting surprised here at Christmas. Um, all right, so our, our overall score uh, is going to be 3.625, and we will round that up to the 3.75. Absolutely. So you've seen us naughty. Now we're going to get nice. All right, the second beer we're going to have today is Nice, which again is based off their Highland Ground Scottish Ale. This one, again, comes in at 7% ABV. With no IBUs listed. Yeah, so this is uh, a reminder from the first beer that we had. Resting in Canadian whiskey barrels for months, resulting in a delicious balance of flavors, including butterscotch, caramel apples, and oak and leather. That oak and leather. That oak and leather that nobody's ever tasted. <laughs> so this nice version was actually lagered cold for the eight months as well, and then rested on a mixture of dolce de leche, chocolate, and Madagascar and bourbon vanilla. Ooh la la Ooh, la, 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 la. We like it. Some would like say that. that's nice. That's just me. That's the I'm the only person to say that. Yep, it is pretty nice. <laughs> anyway, so um, it has two chickens. Uh, nice. And, and here's the thing. Okay, One's a five and one's a 4.75. Yeah. Okay, so 4.8785 or five, I believe, would be correct in terms of the uh, rounding there. Close enough, yeah. yeah. Okay. The rounding? Yeah, rounding. Right. You guys thirsty again? Yes. We let the I, first I one. I am quite parched, yes. First one settle out a bit. And, <clears throat> and this one's been out for a little bit. A little bit longer. Yes, little we had bit a little uh, chat offline about yeah. the different things. Um, some naughty, some nice. Very true. 
Thank you for clarifying that, Brett. Let's grab our glass and grab our can and let's open her up. Oh, very nice. This one did have a little spillage just on the nose, though. Not on the carpet. Oh, wow. Well, this uh, beer, we are also drinking out of a snifter glass, so make sure to use your proper glassware. Now, one thing I do want to just kind of comment on here is there's not a whole lot of head retention, right? Um, which, no, which it, it, it comes sense. and goes quickly. Yeah, yes, it like yes. dissipates fast. Like, real fast. Real fast. Some would say the fastest that ever dissipated. <laughs> yeah, it's so, <laughs> so true, Brett. Thank you. Now, on the nose, I wasn't getting something. Now, I, I did pour this a little further away from my nose this time um, in anticipation of kind of a, um, a SWAT team of scents, if you will. Okay. Um, hitting, <laughs> hitting my nostrils. Um, but this one wasn't as pungent. It is not as no. strong. Um, but on the nose. I, I, I would say smells a little better to me. Okay. You would say nicer? Yeah, nicer. There you go. Thank you. Let's just keep wow. it going. Brett's, Brett's helping you. I'm super nice. What can I say? I'm a nice guy. Yep. For now. Do you have anything you want to say there? Because you grabbed a can. Like, I, I did. I did. I just wanted to take a look yeah, at it again. Joe said, pick up that can. Yeah. So on the nose, while you're looking at the can, um, yeah, it's way more subdued. Yes, but it is kind of like... I'm getting a sweetness mm-hmm. from it on the nose. It's almost like it's one of those um, milk stouts. It almost smells like it's yeah. milk stout on the nose. Yeah, that's yeah, good. That could I'm be assuming that, it's yeah, the, the dolce de leche, yes, right? Or the vanilla. Yeah. It, one of the two. It, yeah. I hope, I hope that this is a little bit more rich. Um, yeah, I, like I have a, a feeling it's going to be. Like a bit was, more of a mouthfeel, maybe? Yeah, I want yeah. more of a creaminess mouthfeel <laughs> to it. Um, the first one, as we said, it was was carbonated. Uh, yes. fairly well. We didn't really mention the carbonation, but I think that kind of alludes to the, the poppiness the pop, nature. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay. So kind of, I think we, we left that out a little bit, so that, that's on us. Uh, but we're circling back. Yeah, Joe should have told us to mention it. but It's true. And I just really want to be nice. I really want to be nice with this. And I just, I hope that it gives more of a, a velvety feel to it. I don't think we're going to get that. Uh, because again, understand the carbonation of what this looked like when I was talking with the head mm-hmm. and that dissipation. If it was a little more thick, I don't think we would have saw it dissipate and as the, fast. And the type of bubbles um, yes, in the head, their larger bubbles doesn't look as thick. Yeah, it doesn't seem as frothy. Yes, frothy. Yeah. There you go. Okay, well, instead of looking at the bubbles, should we taste the bubbles? Sure. Yeah, let's taste the bubbles. You go go ahead. Taste it's, the it's niceness. Like, it's like Skittles, you know. Taste the rainbow. Yeah, no, I think everybody got what I was saying. But I'm glad Good. that you came back with it. All right, you guys getting into it? Uh, oh, wow. A Ooh. visceral reaction yes. from Joe. Yeah, Joe. Quite the uh, head switch to the right. <laughs> I think there. you got a little shiver. A yes. little, little exorcism yeah. happening there. <laughs> Somebody uh, might uh, get him a jacket. He might be cold. <laughs> Shiver me timbers. Sure, yeah, shiver me timbers. Uh, well, wow, that has a lot of chocolate in mm-hmm. it. Um, a lot more chocolate. Which is nice. And a little bit of like, I know you love your peanuts, mm-hmm. but like on the back end, just like a subtle, subtle peanut. There is a little bit of peanut in there. And I'm not a big fan of peanuts, as Chris said. Uh, he said I'm the biggest fan. I am not. I hate peanut butter, peanuts, anything with peanut in it. it it's disgusting. Um, you sure you don't like nuts? <laughs> no. Uh, if anybody saw, <laughs> no, I'm not going to go there. But Tyler was doing a motion with his right hand. I thought, 
Yeah. I think he was picking up a glass. I don't that, know. That yeah. was a drinking motion. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah, I, two peas in a pod. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with the, the chocolate-nesses. The dolce de leche for sure. Yeah. Um, there's some chocolate to it. Again, I wish it was a little bit more uh, creamy. Mm-hmm. Um, the Madagascar vanilla, though. Yeah. It is helping out for sure. Smooth. It is. It's, it's, it's a very unique beer. Because we still are doing the barrel age aspect of it. Yeah. We are at a smoothness to a high carbonation point. Um, which which is you very, don't usually see. It's a, Yeah, that is a very unique kind of thing. Because usually I would look for something like this to be a little bit more, um, again, the mouthfeel. And I still am getting that. But it's not to the point that like if it had more of a velvet, velvetness to it... Um, yeah, so it, it's a very unique combination. I feel like they're pulling it off as they drink it. I feel like they're pulling it off. 7% though. The one thing I'm going to say is that it's it's nice. You can quote it as much as you want. Um, that, oh, that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. One thing to say. Yeah, uh, is that <laughs> it's literally the same base of beer. Both beers we've had is the same base. Right. Yes, it is. And But they taste completely different. It, they do, and which is really cool. And what's even cooler is, and I'm sure we'll do this, you know, later, but uh, we were sent the original beer as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so cool. <laughs> and and it, may, it might have been New England in there too. But besides the point. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be interesting to, to taste that as well and compare all three. Yes. Yeah, I think the juxtaposition between this one and the other one is interesting, as, yes. we, as we mentioned. But again... It's not the same beer. Just because we have the same base doesn't mean you're going to have the same beer. And we've, we've done this over yep. and over and over again with other beer types. Absolutely. That um, even like the single hop series is like the base is still the same, but the hop changes, which changes the whole beer. Yeah. Same thing here, right? Like we've got away from that orange. We've got away from the, the spices. Yes. And we've now stuck to something that's got more of a rich... Um, a lot of richness flavor here, yeah. right? Yeah. I like this. I like this a lot. I like it too, and I would say this is more of like a traditional way, probably, to do the barrel aged mm-hmm. um, and to do this type of beer with with the chocolate and the vanilla. And I think they took a chance a little bit with the spices and the orange on the naughty, um, as you could with a naughty, right? For sure, being naughty. That all was kind of the uh, yeah. yeah. I think that yeah. was the play. Is that naughty was kind of just you're out there. Yeah. You, know, you don't see this every day kind of thing where nice is something that you're going to get, you know, Monday to Sunday, yeah. every day of the week. It's it's also a really good, good thing that they, they did this naughty and nice. Cause you know, you know, we, we were asked to do both of these on the podcast, but I think if I was to visit the brewery, I would say, well, I can't try one without trying the other. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And yep. so it's kind of like a, a two for one package deal. So I think it was really smart for on sure. their part. And when we look at the naughty portion of this, we're talking about six, seven, eight different adjuncts in total. Yes, mm-hmm. There's a lot of them. There. This is kind of scaled down a bit yes. to kind of hone in a little bit more. And we kind of found when we we're talking about our ratings for the naughty that it was trying to figure out, okay, well, it's this or it's this, it's this, and then it changes to this. Mm-hmm. This one, I feel like from beginning to end, yeah. I'm getting the same kind of flavor. I think your point is well taken, Chris, and I hate, like, it pains me to say that. Um, <laughs> For, first time this season, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, again, like, take the chances with the naughty, and then yeah. the nice, you know what to expect. Yeah. And you know what Joe said? He said, if you add in the OG, the original one, that's almost a flight. You got three beers there out of your four for a flight. And. I mean, talking about that, you know, we should put Reindeer at the, or, uh, Rudolph at the front there 
to guide uh, Santa's sleigh tonight, uh, which would then move us on to the top five flavor profiles. Uh, <laughs> number one. Great segue. Tough transition <laughs> nice, there, but yeah, nice we'll, we'll segue. go with that. Yeah. Great job. Yeah. I mean, we had to get moving on. I, uh, Joe's taking a, a little bit of a, a snooze over there, I feel, after this one, because I'm, I'm just being conscious of the time. Uh, number one, we have Nutty. Yeah, there, there's, like I mentioned, a bit of peanut, but it's mm. actually less the more that I drink it. It was like the yeah. first couple of sips I got a lot of it, so mm. certainly not my number one. Uh, I think it's in there. Not number one, though. Okay, number two is caramel. Um, I'm getting a little bit of that. I'm not, not overly. I'm not. I think two and three, when you get there, they'll, they kind of go and inter. inter yeah, they're similar. Yeah. For sure. I think that comes off that Dolce de Leche, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I do get that. Um, yeah. Uh, right. number, th- number three? Number three is butterscotch. And as I said, two and three, the, I mean, caramel and butterscotch are almost the same thing. pretty right? much the and, same. And, that, and that's Dolce de Leche, right? Exactly. Like that, yes. that, in essence, is what it is. So um, we do have some here presented by producer Joe. Uh, Brett, why don't you tell us those, and then we'll give our thoughts. And I think uh, these kind of four, I, I agree upon more. Uh, barrel-aged, I mean, obviously, because it was barrel-aged. Yeah. Uh, strong. Can we just... Pause for a second. Sure. That barrel aged, I agree, but you don't taste that that barrel as much as you did in the first one, right? Like, am, am I crazy That's true. for thinking that? Oh, yeah. No, you're right. But I do yeah. think it is definitely there. Like, yeah. But you know, I, like you, the end, yeah. you do kind of get that oakiness on, on the back end as it kind of sits. Like, as I'm sitting here not drinking anything, I feel like I get more of that oakiness, just yeah. kind of flavor. Kind of lingers. So, okay. But it's not as strong. Yeah. yeah. I think this one definitely shows up more in this and this one versus uh, Naughty, and that's boozy. I think get a little more of the booze in this one versus the other one. Do you know why I think that is? Because there's less adjuncts. Hundred percent. Yeah. Bingo. Yep. Yeah, this, I, I feel yeah. like it's 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 more present because you're tasting again more rich kind of adjuncts in this one. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And the last one is chocolate, which definitely would be my number one in this one. Yeah. That would be my number one, but I would also add vanilla. Uh, and I might even add like a a smooth or something like that. Producer Joe saying a new. I no? think <clears throat> I think mouthfeel would have would have fit in here as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, because it, even though it's not a creamy, it's it's more high carbonation than I I would have anticipated. It does stick around yeah. mouth coating or yeah. smooth. Yeah. Producer Producer Joe, yeah. like it's the mouth coating is. Like, yeah. It does leave a filminess to it. Um, again, not uh, not disappointing. Uh what might be disappointing is the amount of uh, reviews that uh, we have on on tabs. <laughs> Do you like that one a little bit better, guys? That was, yeah, that that was, that was a better, yeah, better transition. I yeah. thought it was going to be disappointing. It's like, I have to read, but okay, that's no, fine. No, no, for sure. Um, let's go with you, Brett. You can give the first one here and give it to us in a quick style. Let's say like a Blitzen. Okay. Uh, this is All Out Attack with a caramel and butterscotch sucker punch before you realize what's going on. Uh, begging for another one for sure. Obviously, the review came from the same person who reviewed the first one, Matt K. He rated this one a 4.75 out of 5. Yeah. Right? Yes, he did. Uh, um, you know, it's one of those things where I do agree. I don't agree with the caramel butterscotch sucker punch. That's but bad. I agree with the part of maybe wanting another one of these. Okay. I do agree with that. Um, so, I should probably give my rating on it, shouldn't I? Yes. Um, yeah, you're the first one. Yeah, why yeah, why yeah, not? Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm going to rate it higher than the first one. Okay. Because uh, I'm a lot nicer than I am naughty, apparently. I'm going to give this one a four out of five. 
Self-identified. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't give a quiz beforehand, but I'm just going to say, yeah, self-identified. Yeah, you didn't do the naughty or nice, like, the elf test. No, I right. don't know. Yeah, uh, the, the Facebook quiz, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> you get it. You get it. Uh, I'm going to even go higher than you, Brett. Uh, I really like this one. I'm going to give it a 4.5 out of 5. Chris's highest rating of the season. He's been on two of his hands. Highest one for sure. Out of four beers, yeah. Yeah, I I enjoy this. But how much do I enjoy this? Oh. I mean, it's the giving season. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I don't think we're going to be there. Um, so he's not giving. Uh, I'm going to give this a 4.5 as well. Yeah. I, I was between the 4.5 and the 4.75. Um, I think the one thing for me is if it would have been just a little bit more creamier. Yeah. Than I think that would have got me up a little bit too. I, I would it, I probably would have went the four seven five, maybe even the five. Like I've said this before, it might be a little lactose. Yeah. Well <laughs> You love your lactose. It's true. But I, I do get the flavors from it. I think it's a really well done beer. Yeah. Um we talked about the first one being a hot tub beer. I feel like this one you do a little naughty, do a little nice um in the hot tub and uh everything's great. <laughs> I think you could you could round this off and everybody's yeah. happy. So yeah. you're just glad that you received this beer instead of giving this beer, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if if we had more to give, I'd give it to my neighbor who held the package for sure. <laughs> I bet he did. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So <laughs> that was naughty. <laughs> Producer Joe is going to give it a two point seven five. Uh, somebody Joe, else not it. a big fan. Yeah. Yeah. Why not, and Joe? you know what? That's the spectrum we get here, right? And actually very surprising because going into this, I thought he would have liked this one more than the first one. Agreed. Agreed. So I'm actually very surprised by that. I'm not. I'm not. And the reason for it is because I feel like this gives more of a stouty-ish kind of feel to it. Mm. But he's not a spice guy. Yeah, but he's not a stout guy. Yeah, barely not. Yeah, there you go. Maybe it's the, the uh, Dolce, uh, I don't even know how to say it. I mean, I'll just say... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dolce de leche? Yeah, the, the French dessert. Um, <laughs> so that concludes the review for No, no. Oh, no, no. It does not. How's it not? Pa- we, we haven't pause. done our oh, overall yes, rating. I, I just don't want to go back to back. So if you could go ahead and give us our, our this overall This is something score. I can figure out. Okay. Because it's not French. So let's uh, just do a brief recap after yeah. that nonsense. Uh, Brett with a 4, Chris with a 4.5, myself with a 4.5, and producer Joe with a 2.75. That's going to give us a team overall score of 3.9375, which obviously we shall round up to a four. Yeah. Yes, we absolutely will. And that's going to conclude our review of Fogarig and the beers provided for today's episode. Thank you, Derek. Thank you, um, Greg. Thank you. It was a team effort, really. Thank you, neighbor. Uh, yeah, neighbor. Neighbor team who effort, held right? the package. package. Yeah. yeah. All, he all held, day. He held that package and all day long. Great package holder. Thank you. Never before seen how good he can And do probably, it. hopefully, never again. You guys are wild. All right. Up next, we're going to be discussing our Christmas traditions. We'll be right back. So, you know, it's uh, the last main episode before Christmas, right? It is. It is. And uh, Merry Christmas to everybody out there. Last main episode before the new year, too. God damn it, you're good. <laughs> good mathing on your end. Um but I've heard uh, a few people say that they're really not in the Christmas spirit this year. You really? Heard that? Yes, I've heard that. Who the heck are you talking about? Th- it could be because there's no snow. You know, there's been- never snow anymore. Yeah. Uh, like, did you remember last Christmas? Christmas? Wait, I did sure not. I got about snow. 25 centimeters of snow, and I was blowing up snow drifts that were taller than me. It, it, but that again, that happened on, on Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. Yeah. Yeah. It was actually December 23rd, but then by the time it was still white, by the time 
Christmas Day was there. I don't think it's going to be a. Uh, we don't white really Christmas. have the the major snow events that we used to. No, correct. Last not year. until not, January. Last year not, we did have two. Yes. Um, anyway, I think it'll be a green Christmas this year. I could be wrong. Who knows? Um, You're probably right. I, I, yeah, you yeah. know what? If I know you, I'm going to bet on the opposite. It's true. Go to FanDuel right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, and I'm on it right now. Yeah, exactly. What's the Vegas odds? Uh, well, there's no snow in Vegas. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so I thought it would be, you know, because last year people were snowed in. This year, maybe not so. People can travel and whatnot. What is our Christmas time traditions? Okay, so like do we play uh, board games, movies, you know, food, presents, etc. And we'll kind of go again. Round table it as we do. Yeah. Uh, so the first one, we'll start with games. Okay. Uh, so for myself, um, we've kind of gotten into, um, and I think actually... Canasta. Ty- <laughs> no, Tyler, you actually started this um, with us a few years ago, long before we started the podcast, everything like that, is the Jack's Box series. Yeah. Right? Okay. I, br- yeah. I brought that to the boys. You yes. did. You, yeah. you brought that to my house. And too. I think... We start with like Jackbox two or three. I can't remember yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're I think they're on. Now? Yeah, fourteen or fifteen I think now. Close to you. So um, now I I have upgraded to a PlayStation Five. Yes. Merry, oh, oh, is Merry that applause worthy? How's your yeah. PS two, Chris? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> three, three, three. <laughs> three. facts. Anyway, um, so I plan on uh, purchasing the Jackbox uh, series for Christmas. Yeah. Uh, for uh, my wife, myself. Uh, and my uh, in-laws to kind of play on Christmas night um, between the food and the movie we watch later, which we'll get into that. Um, and it quite enjoys, uh, or, sorry, I shouldn't say quite enjoys, but it's quite fun in terms of uh, just kind of, you know, uh, roasting each other in terms of uh, funny things that uh, go on, right? So There's probably so little content to roast you about though, right? Oh, yes. Minimal. <laughs> yeah. Minimal amount. Nothing right Nothing. now. But anyway, is there any games... Whether they're virtual or board games, etc., that you guys play with your your families during Christmas time. I'll go yeah, if, if we do, want to do the do. round table. Um, so I am. Uh, our family is big on crokinole. Uh, uh, we've talked about this yeah. before, uh, and I am a pro crokinole player. Uh, yes. People love it when I'm. Yeah, it's just like curling. No, 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 no. Producer Joe is saying, do you use the flick method or do you use the actual uh, stick? Oh, the stick. Cue, the cue. What? No, you use your finger. <laughs> and also, I'm so just, we've, we've talked about yeah. this before, right? The, the World Crokinole Championship happens in Tavistock every year. We've had this conversation on this podcast. I do not recall, but I will be entering hey, this hey, year. Hey, you, you got a brewery in Tavistock now? And B, there's a Crokinole League at Black Swan in Stratford. So if you want to come to Stratford every Tuesday night, I will join that did, league did you with you. <laughs> and we can play Crokinole together. Yeah, yeah like we could, put a, we could put some teams in. But yeah, Crokinole is huge. Especially in southwestern Ontario. Yes. But they do have the world championship that does take place every year in Tavistock. Has for years. All right. So. Wow. Producer Joe is saying that. Producer uh, Joe's excited. He, yeah. he, want, he, wants, he wants five. About five golfs on that night. Let's see if Producer Joe. Oh, he wants other people. Yeah. Hey, Chris, why don't you and I go? Hey, hey. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Let's do it. Hey, yeah, hey. We going. can do Crokinole six to seven and golf seven to nine. There Great Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Old bionic over here. Yeah. Carry on, my son. <laughs> um. That's about it, but uh, <laughs> no, Crokinole is the game that I play uh, at Christmas. You know, you, you need, it's really good with four players, right? So you get yeah. get a bunch of people together. Um, people are begging to be on my team, so. I yeah. would love to play Crokinole with you sometime. I don't think I've ever it's begged on your team, but okay. We've, it's something we've never done, and I would actually enjoy doing that someday. Craft Beer Connoisseur's Crokinole Championship. Come, come to my house. I have the board. I would love that. Yep. 
I'm just waiting for the invite. We'll I used there. to have one. Joe has the board too. Yeah. He's excited about we that. We could do like a his tournament. house is closer. Closer, so I'll go to his house. We can meet there. We could do it here. I'll turn the lights on. To I'll be sinking twenties all day. Uh, facts. <laughs> yeah, facts. <laughs> we could be turning the lights on whenever we want. You know, every time we hit a twenty. Uh, so producer Joe coming in here. Nothing's really specific with the games, uh, but usually Ramoli. I, I've never played that. I actually don't know what. A I game have of, not played that. A game of pennies. Game of pen- is that like the like quarters game? Like where you nope, used to flick quarters? Not at all. No, 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 no okay. pennies. No. Flick pennies? <laughs> no, it's not. There's That's a real tough board out there. Down, I guess. <laughs> all right. Well, maybe it's more of a distinguished game for yes. Joe and I. Yeah. No, I've never played that. So, uh, but he does that with his in-laws family. Good for you. Uh, Tyler? Yeah. So, again, like I'm open to games, uh, whether it's uh, Christmas. Whether naughty or nice. Yeah. Whatever. We do a little bit of A, a little bit of B. Um, there's nothing specific, but there's always like board games going on. I love to. I would love to actually do the Crokinole thing. I'm going to be getting a dartboard, and I have played some darts previously. And yeah. I do enjoy that. I think it's a, a nice kind of like pub thing. You see what we're doing? One hundred and eighty. Van Gerwen is my is my favorite. <laughs> Forty seven. Uh, yeah. You see what we're doing in the basement here, fellas? Uh, there's I a do, good, yes. good spot for the for the uh, dartboard, but I think. Um, a little bit of the Jack in the Box, a little bit of the Crokinole. We'll, we'll sprinkle some things. I'd like to get like a tabletop shuffleboard eventually. Oh, nice. Which yeah. would be nice down here, I think, yep, too. for sure. That and, uh, and darts. And then, um, yeah, I guess you guys can come over. Yeah. Thanks. I, I, I'll accept the invite. Uh, Movie-wise, um, so I'll, go, I'll start with Producer Joe first. No, right? Start with yourself first. No, nope. It's, it's tradition. Wow. Uh, so you're, you're you want to know why? Because for the first time he says... His wife and him. Yeah, but you you break tradition. No. I make a list of Christmas movies and then try to watch as many as possible leading up to Christmas. So I'm assuming they go to the Hallmark Channel and just put it on repeat for like 24 hours the whole month of December. Watching the exact same movie, (laughs) just with different people. Yeah, different actors, different names, etc. Myself, I... Whoa, good Lord. He is pulling out a list. There you go. Checking it twice. Yes. Uh, Are some of them naughty? (laughs) (laughs) Nope, they're all nice. (laughs) Anyway, uh, the one movie that we, or I should say, three movies we always watch. One, Elf, because why not? Two, Christmas Eve, always watch uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yep. And number three is I'll Be Home for Christmas. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, Jessica Biel, 1998. Yeah, he was recently spotted out of his house for the first time in like three years, John. Yes, yes. Yeah, really taking COVID seriously. Um, (laughs) Anyway, so uh, yes, that's the one movie I'll always watch because... Just like a little in that movie. Not bad. Chris? Uh, okay. Uh, just like Joe, uh, we do make a list of Christmas movies. Uh, on paper, though. Not on the phone. Um, That's an age difference right there. Yeah. We're up to uh, 23 this year. Oh, that, that we oh, my good gravy. I mean, I think Joe's close to that. Yeah. It's uh, disgusting. So we only have uh, three more left uh, as of recording. So should be good to go. You haven't invested in the Hallmark Channel, apparently. Uh, no, no, we we have all the Hallmark movies on W Network. Wow. Um, yeah, so I I don't do that. Um, <laughs> you don't own the W Network? No, I like to. I do. I just like to live my life a little bit more. Uh, yes. Uh, so for movies, I'll watch some of the traditional ones. Like I haven't like sat down and watched any Christmas movies. Um, I'm not. Like bah humbug. Yeah, I'm not that like high up on it. I do have a list of the Office Christmas episodes, though. Um, okay, fair enough. I'll on Instagram, that, yeah. that I will actually start going through. Maybe on uh, maybe 
yeah, maybe on the Friday here. On December 27th. Good job. Uh, Food-wise, so I'm a big fan of, they do call it Christmas crack. Don't do crack on Christmas, but Christmas crack. In terms of butterscotch on one side, chocolate on one side, with saltines. Oh, yeah. Put in the oven. My oh, aunt makes that. It's delicious. Really good. Really Other, good. Otherwise known as Christmas bark. I call it Christmas crack. Sure. It's just easier that way. Same thing. But uh, we love the crack. We know it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, nothing specific. I'm not a huge fan of like the turkey dinner and the, you know, all the stuff that goes Cranberry with sauce. Oh, love a good cranberry sauce. Uh, but I do love the, you know, appetizers leading up to it. So. Just kind of anything, finger food, you know. At Christmas, I just kind of find myself just nibbling, if you will. Anything that goes into an air fryer. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Producer Joe, uh, big fan of nuts and bolts. Loves his nuts. Yes. Uh, The Christmas crack and Nanaimo bars. Oh. I do actually do enjoy a good Nanaimo bar, but I've never been to Nanaimo, BC. Cool. I should should go. Yeah. Hey, we'll take a trip. Yeah, BC. I love BC. You guys so can't get together for Crocano. I don't think you're going in BC. Get the heck out of here. Get out of here. You garbage. Oh, my God. Uh, Tyler, your uh, food that you enjoy? Yeah. So um, similar to kind of Chris, like throw me a jalapeno popper. I'm more of like those appetizer kind of things. Yeah. Um, I do like a peanut butter ball. Uh, so those I are don't. always good. I remember, <laughs> I remember being a, a young kid, and actually my my uncle took a couple of those peanut butter balls and put them into my coat jacket, and he was like, "Yeah, go home, like eat them. You love these." And then I forgot about them, uh, and they melted all over my coat jacket. <laughs> but I, I do like things like that. I'm not a big sweets guy. I'm not a big food yeah, yeah. guy, anyways. So um, yeah, that's good. And any presents that you uh, receive or normally get for your uh, significant others, because we're all married in this room now. Um, myself, I always get uh, a real Thompson chocolate bar, a Terry's chocolate orange. Oh, and, yeah. Got to have might, a chocolate orange. Yeah, got to have uh, the chocolate orange. Might come up later on uh, next year. Eh, we'll see. And um, I always do get a crossword. I shouldn't say crossword, but like that uh, holiday gift pack from LG. Like you know, yeah, you oh, get yeah. scratched. Like, the bingo, scratch, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. no way in God's green earth you're getting a crossword. <laughs> <laughs> we know you're English. How is your Sudoku going? It's not happening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's uh, not happening. Chris? Um, nothing specific on presents in terms of the actual presents, but definitely do you know presents for our family, stockings for everyone. Um, you know, keep it simple. Yep. Yeah. You got another stocking to fill this year, too, don't you? Yeah, we do. Four stockings this year. Uh, producer Joe saying, no traditions, but uh, with German heritage. Enjoys a good pickle on the Christmas tree. Yeah. Good job, Joe. Apparently, it's like a pickle ornament and stuff like that. Yeah, you uh, have It's like, yeah, it's you, like you, you put it on the tree. The first person to find it is find like, has good luck or something. Yeah, yeah. Find the pickle. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? It's one thing that Joe always says, that he is one of the best pickle finders. So that works that works out in Joe's favor. Um, all right, yeah. So for myself, uh, this year we're actually keeping it kind of tame. Uh, we're doing some stockings, but nothing special beyond that. I mean, we we bought this lovely house. That was a Christmas gift to each other. Was putting your money together for the house. I assume. It cost us a little bit of money. So yeah, it, it how is it paying a mortgage every two weeks? Yeah, well, it's it's good. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but no, we're we're not doing a, a whole lot of gifts this year uh, for ourselves. But. Um, yeah, no, nothing special. Do do the stockings because uh, Santa Claus also 
does the stockings, he just does. in case there's anybody under the age of 18 listening to a craft beer podcast. And also, uh, I think we're all in this together, but we also watch the World Juniors. Uh, so go Canada. I can't wait to wake up at 5 o'clock on a Tuesday morning to watch Canada play Slovakia in a first-round match. You can you can wake up maybe three hours past that. You know. As Sweden's a little better than Slovakia, I don't know. I I do prefer when it's in Europe though to watch it in the morning. Oh, versus done it over with. Yeah, like versus yeah. at nighttime. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. But I enjoy Canada playing Austria at seven thirty and winning twenty two nothing. That's way better. Yeah. <sighs> All right. You know what? Let's go is... Canada. That's what we. That's absolutely. This has been a little bit longer of an episode, but rightfully so because it is a Christmas episode. It is. Um, we are I, givers, not receivers. We're and giving we're, to our fans. And more we're nice, content. not naughty. Yeah, that's that's true. Praise uh, Joe just got naughty. Yeah. I think uh, above all, um, we we want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Uh, please be safe. Yes. Uh, Happy holidays. Be safe. Yeah. Take care. Take it away, Fife. Like I don't even know why I'm talking. <laughs> you got anything else there? No, I, I mean, I was starting, but... Chris? Same goes for me, double. All right. <laughs> All right, we will be right back with our farewell and our last farewell of this year. Yep. All right, that's all for today's Christmas special episode. Thank you again for listening. Keep on listening every other Thursday as the Craft Beer Connoisseurs release a new episode and on our off Thursdays for a producer special. And make sure to tell your friends, family, and check that list to see if you're nutty or nice. So from all of us and producer Joe, I'm Tyler. I'm Chris. And I'm Brett. And together, the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. <laughs> <laughs>